box yet. I want to see it. No, you don't. Is it not good? It's not. Good. I could see you and your students doing the bird box challenge. Mark, that's so January. <clears throat> Are kids not still doing the bird box challenge? Dude, that was am that I, was like January first through ninth. Am I not hip? I I've, know. Been, I've been walking around blindfolded like a dumbass it's for all no the reason. Apex Legends boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got God. Fortnite. Oh, if I hear if I hear about Apex God. Legends one more time, what a Apex shitty Legends. name! It's, it's killing me. But it's like, the Apex of Legends. Okay, we're not a we're not a video game podcast. We're gonna push Apex past Legends. this. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the Too Much Free Time podcast. I'm your host, Mark Burris. With me, as always, is Peter Blankenship. Hey, John Girdler. Since when do you drink tea? I drink tea all the time. Oh. This is green tea. Okay. It's mm. very soothing. And Zach Brown, welcome back. Hi, listeners. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, we are still on our tr- stroll. I almost said troll through. We are kind of trolling. We're stroll trolling through this, the- This movie's a troll. It is. Through remakes and reboots, and it was my pick this week, so I went with the 2010 remake of the horror classic, A Nightmare on Elm Street. What'd you guys think, boys? Ooh. I have good. Sorry, that I, good. <laughs> I thought we were going around the table here. So I was looking at looking at Zach. <laughs> so I actually saw this movie in theaters on a not date, and classic uh, not date. Th- this one, uh, I remembered it being not that good, and seeing it again confirmed that. But it was not as bad as I remembered. But God, this movie was just boring. I was that, getting ready to say the biggest thing about boring. it. Boring. It's not scary. No. It's boring. Yeah, but then again, like structurally, I think it actually holds up okay. But that's not that's not fair because it's the same structure as the original. Right. So. Exactly. So uh, But yeah, a boring movie with some cool effects, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. John? For what it was, it was fine. I would use the word fine. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hate it. Uh but I wouldn't say like a lot of slasher movies are fun. This one wasn't that fun, but it, I mean, yeah, I'm kind of meh about it. Peter, I didn't eloquent. like it. <laughs> <laughs> and Peter didn't like it. Would, I, would it surprise you guys to know that this movie was rated R? Because I thought it was PG-13 at the very end. I was like, wow, I can't believe they made a PG-13 version of Nightmare. There were some gory parts, I believe it. I think they were with like four fucks. They said four fucks. That's enough, right? That is yeah. enough for an R rating. I think that's where it went because just comparatively, gore-wise, to the 80s one, it it's like a drop of blood compared. Well, part of the reason the 80s was R is because Johnny Depp is in there and he, you know, he doesn't look too good. I got him and Freddy Krueger confused. I don't. What are you talking Back about? Back up. Back up. <laughs> Back up. That's Johnny Edwards. Depp in the 80s was a heartthrob, you savage. I don't think so. Are you kidding wow. me? Wow. I thought you were referencing how he died in the original, which is the pool of blood that shoots out of the bed. That was incredible. That is an incredible scene in the original. Do we get that in this? We don't. Nope. We don't. I'm surprised because they copied every other I thought scene. that's what we were going to get to see Gavin do. I thought Gavin was going to fall asleep and then he was going to burst into a thing of blood in front of um, Rooney Mars' character. Hmm. Who, by the way, is unrecognizable. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, girl with the what tattoo? <laughs> 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 I do laugh. I, I forgot that she was the main character. Um, and this just purely because I hadn't seen this in forever. And then... I, I lost my shit, and it's another... Cause we talked about this like five times on this podcast, but it's another fucking movie where a very attractive girl has a line just like, I mean, look at me. Do I look like I fit in? Bitch! Yeah. Are you kidding me? And it's honestly Quentin that's the one that looks like yes! you might not fit in. <laughs> yeah. Quentin, <laughs> a.k.a. the actor who... And I love that guy. He's from... Uh, we just had him in the... What was the Megan Fox horror movie? Uh, Jennifer's oh, body. Oh, that's right. Jennifer's body. He's emo kid who goes down. I didn't put that oh, together. Oh he's, shit! Yeah. He's always hey, it's that guy. Yeah, <laughs> hey, it's that guy. Oh man. Well, well, well also too with the uh, with the Rooney Mara casting, it's like she's a she's a great actress. Very great. But like she she just did not fit this role, and it's something where the. Uh, the, the blonde, what's her name? Chris. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. She seemed to be a better choice for Rooney Mara's role. Yeah, Katie Cassidy. Like, yeah. Well, I think they were trying to... So this is one of the parts... We should probably start talking in order of the movie here, but before we do that, this is one of the things that I think is interesting. 
is one of the diversions they take from the original is they try to set it up like Chris, the blonde girl played by Kate Cassidy. Like she's the main character. You know what I mean? You follow her for a lot longer in the beginning than you do Rooney Mara. You see Rooney Mara in the diner real quick. And then after the funeral, another second, but it's not until Chris dies that it transfer over and follows Rooney Mara. So they try to pull like a scream Drew Barrymore switch, yeah. but it goes out. on, it but it goes too on long. too long. But yeah. Was that a nod to Wes Craven? A nod? Well, it's, but they're both Wes Craven. Well, Wes Craven also did scream is what I'm saying. So the, the little fake out of who the main character is. Oh, that's way too smart. I don't know, man. I'm too smart for this remake. That's super meta. Cause it's, <laughs> it's a remake of a Wes Craven movie. That's referencing another Wes Craven movie. And it's going on too long. It's, it's going like on awkward. Too long. <laughs> what did you forget that? I said it. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard though. Cause now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> My brain hurts. So going to the beginning of this movie, do you guys like that the opening of this film, like opening credits straight up is just trying to remind you how creepy kids are? Like every part of the credits is just like kids playing with creepy ass music and poorly drawn things on the wall. So I actually Ooh. liked it. I, I thought it set a creepy tone for the movie that didn't really last. Yeah, it didn't follow but I'm through. Just, I'm just saying like initially. It's a James Wan opening to me. And then when hmm. the light, like the... As soon as the movie is actually starting, I don't like the dark green tent of horror movies no, when it's like, right now it's supposed to be scary and icky feeling. <clears throat> I don't like that. Well, that's what I would argue the one thing they tried to do, because we haven't fully talked about this, but with remakes and reboots, you do that because you're either trying to bring a new audience to a franchise or you're trying to add your own spin to it. I think the only thing they tried to add to the Friday Night or the nightmare, I almost called it Friday the 13th, sorry. <laughs> nightmare on Elm Street, like, franchise here was like, we can make it grittier. How? Yeah. It's already a fucking dark movie. With a tent. Yeah. <laughs> no, grittier by a gritty tent. We and just the diner, right it's from- dirty. <laughs> yeah. It would never pass <laughs> health inspection. Why do the directors talk like that? <laughs> <laughs> this is the pitch. <laughs> but yeah, it's... And that Dean looking me. like a 90s dude. Oh man! Yeah, that it, it felt like Final Destination yes. for some reason to me. The opening Good scene, call that de- that did feel like Final Destination. And then to not recognize the like, so if Rooney Mara was the one giving you coffee, and then like a Christina Hendricks ripoff walks by you, and you're like, <laughs> she wasn't there before. Oh shit! That she did kind of look like Christina. Wow. Hendricks. No, yeah, I. That was a complaint I had through the movie was. It was too obvious to the audience when they were dreaming yeah. in a lot of the scenes. It was like maybe one time when it got me. Right. And I that's can't even remember what it was. But that was the strength of the original was you'd be watching a scene and not realizing this is the kid dreaming. And then they just die. Did you notice when um the dog is out and Chris is like going through the house? It sounds like we're in the jungle. It was like <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. No, really, though. If you should go back. <laughs> it's like, where are we? <laughs> That's incredible. No, I was going to ask. I had that in my notes. The um, like the dog being outside was never resolved. She pulls up to the house, and like that's the big concern. It's like, what are you doing outside? She's doing the whole like scared look around. How did the dog get outside? We, we never found out. Hmm. Freddy was in the dog's dreams, too. Oh, that'd be Maybe. sad. Aww. Poor dog nightmares. <laughs> but the dog never did anything to Freddy. Oh, man. I will say for this opening, I did think that was a pretty good kill. The uh, the getting himself with a knife. Just that in the knife diner. Knife was too long. It was a very long knife for a diner. It like, would hit his steak. He, he wouldn't have been able to go clean through like that. Unrealistic. <laughs> next. I'm just saying, I, that was pretty disturbing to me, is just the him standing there and then just slicing yeah. in front of everybody. That was pretty intense. It definitely got the squeam out of me. Yeah, that was a that was a good one. It was like, it set the, uh, the pace to be super like lightning fast, and then it just never let up. I feel like the whole movie was like that. On the edge of my seat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, and then you become numb to it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this well, had... Well, promise <laughs> well something about that but that first kill too it was like dean immediately recognized it was like holy shit he's in my dreams he's not real and then it was like okay we as the audience already know this from just the history of the franchise 
but do the characters recognize this? That that didn't. And so ring it's not true. the first time Dina dreamed him, right? But no, but Zach right. makes a good point because where this movie messes up, if this is a reboot and a real, just like restarting the franchise, you have to pretend the audience doesn't know anything about the rules. It already hints at what the rules are in the first five seconds of the movie, and that's not okay. That relies too much on the audience to be like, oh, well, I remember the old movies. That's a sign that you know they can bring Freddy into the real world and. Things like that. It's not it's not good, man. I thought this was a remake. Not to get too far into this conversation. Well, I guess it's it, a re well, because they were gonna make more, but this failed. Oh. So I, I think it's both a remake reboot. Okay. Okay. So yeah, but oh gosh. Yeah, I, I I agree with you, John, though, that it seemed like this movie was gonna be a lot quicker and just be like mm-hmm. the original where it's just gonna be kids are gonna be dropping like flies and <laughs> You know, we're going to get a classic just bunch of dead teenagers, which is always fun. But no, it turns into like kind of a Scooby-Doo mystery for a little bit. What was Casey Affleck's character's name? Casey Affleck wasn't in this. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. The Ooh. Quentin's friend. Oh, the one that died. dating the, Chris. Who uh, dies yeah, in jail. Yeah. Oh, who you think is going to be a main character. And then is the, the guy who looks again. like uh, who looks like Gerard Way. Yeah, he looks like Gerard <laughs> Way. <laughs> okay. How about we mash those two? Because I kept looking, I was like, "There's Casey Gerard Affleck, <laughs> <laughs> Casey Way, Casey." I like Casey Way better. Casey Way is good, but yeah, Casey Yo. Way. I, I <laughs> it kind of speaks to I. We're never set up the terms of how big or small of a town this is. Yeah, like because it's the weird. Uh, I didn't meet them before high school. But then they also imply this is like a really small town. So yeah, and and then like, oh, I showed up at this preschool that I have never seen before. It's like, how, again, how big is this town? Right? Because I don't know. Did they like move away and move back? Like what? And I, it's uh, in Ohio, so it can't be that big of a. City. Is it in Ohio because the cops sound northeast AF? Oh, they come out Boston style. Get on the did. ground. They're like, <laughs> you shut the. F- I don't even know how to do it. I'm not a cop. No, but they were like when they arrested him, I was like, wait, where are we? And then there's like a Powell's book, which I thought was notoriously a northeastern book chain. Oh, yeah, that's true. Ooh, that reminds me. Did anyone? Yeah. Well, like, (laughs) it's like Chick fil A, man. They don't spread. Notoriously (laughs) southeast one in Colorado. (laughs) Peter, that reminds me. Did anyone else notice nobody apparently could use Google in this town? (laughs) No, what was it? It was like Bing Fast. Yes, something or but they clicked like blast bling. off. Bl- yeah, blast yeah. off was the search button. I want Google to change it to blast off. <laughs> and so, like every revelation in this movie, also felt completely forced. It's like we've got to move. Well, because it doesn't just keep going. Well, no revelation matters because skipping to the end of the movie, spoilers, we, spoilers. We find out that this whole theory that the kids have concocted of that they lied about what Freddie did to them and he's a vengeful spirit. But that theory came out of left field. I didn't yeah, know that that, that was a theory was until so we confused. were in his dad's office and he's like, but we could have said anything. Uh, yeah, like, that's true. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't thought about that yet. You want Olivia Benson and <laughs> Detective Stabler to dub- come in? Just dun dun. You don't know what you're saying. It's okay. We believe you. I thought that was like a little misdirect. Make things a little more interesting. Well, really? See, I yeah. think oh. I think it, I would have liked it if they had committed to it. If and it was that true. Was, if it was true. And that was the <laughs> twist they brought to the franchise. Like this whole thing of, oh, instead of it being a child murderer that a bunch of parents murdered, and he's coming back as a vengeful spirit to kill their kids like the original he wasn't actually guilty and the parents killed him anyway. And so it makes more of a like vengeful spirit. I'm going to do it now. Cause you, you know, th- yeah. all that I'm going to do what you said I had done because I'm going to show you <laughs> vengeful spirit. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. That could have been fun. But then in the end it's all moot. Cause Oh no, it turns out he was a pedophile. Yeah. They're pictures. All of you. <laughs> also, I did laugh at the whole like, did you go to the cops? We couldn't confront him and you know, we didn't want to make you testify. That girl had fucking claw marks on her yeah. back. Yeah. You're not testifying to shit. That guy's going to prison. Yeah. <laughs> like there's no You wouldn't have to no even test you just take the pictures. <laughs> oh my gosh. That killed me. But know. yeah, so also I'd like to point out, wouldn't Chris still have those scars? Yeah. yeah, but the uh, thing is, have you ever tried to look at your back? You can't do it. Well, uh, unless <laughs> someone would have mentioned it, <laughs> but but they were made with like razor blades, man. Those things heal. 
those right? Were deep, <laughs> those were deep cuts in the flashback. Yeah, across for attention, down for results. I love the the first cut of the flashback where it just shows Fred Krueger holding like the garden. Oh yeah, he's like <laughs> er, he was a gardener. Yeah, place of the claws. And then no, it's even better because the sound effect is straight up like instead of mulch, he's it's just like scraping flesh. steel. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> like what kind of yard is this? But again, that flashback works if he's innocent because it shows like this guy who's just you know. Like likes helping kids, <laughs> but we also get the like they burned it down reveal when Quentin's in his speedo. Yes, un 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 fucking necessary. What? So distracted because <laughs> he's just shivering the whole time. And I'm thinking like, how is he sleeping now? He was swimming. Yeah, he well uh, th- that actually raises a very good rules question because like to be asleep does that count as as being unconscious? Which is I guess what. Quentin was at that point. Well, so, okay. So Mm. how I interpreted it with the water thing was that they were already getting micro dreams from sleep deprivation. So if you're already underwater and you pass out for a second, you're, you're going to like breathe in water accidentally, I imagine. And so then you're actually probably going to simulate drowning, but then he's not sleeping. He's drowning. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good point. I, I guess if you're unconscious, because she was afraid to be knocked unconscious at the uh, hospital, so maybe just being unconscious in general. Ooh, because he cuts the guy's heart out, but the brain's still active, and he's like, I got six more minutes to play. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess it's just as long as you're unconscious. <laughs> Rule solved. Um, quickly. We are all over the place, yeah. and I apologize, well, but... You just like did the voice. Did anyone else think that Freddy sounded like Batman? No, what? he sounds like Rorschach because it's the same actor. That oh was, no shit! Yeah, wow. yeah. I'll whisper. No. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I, it's kind of relative to the current internet controversy with Will Smith being the genie. Not saying Freddy Krueger is more iconic than the genie. Not saying that at all. But Robert England's Freddy Krueger is very iconic. That's a really hard role to fill. And I feel like they messed, not messed up with the casting, but messed up trying to do some weird, like, imitation of him. You know what I mean? They should have tried to make him do his own thing, if that makes sense. But again, I don't know how you do that with such a character. It's just, it's weird. Also, They pretended like they were going to. Also, they took the sick, sarcastic humor out of Freddy Krueger, which is kind of a, a sin, in my opinion. They just left the like sick, like sex jokes that were so poorly timed. Right. That's the other thing about the the him being a pedophile really makes the ending of this movie <laughs> super fucked up because yeah. all of his all of his jokes turn into weird, super sexual, like sadistic shit. That dress opposed- was my favorite. Oh my god, I Ugh. I shivered. That like hurt me. So it was scary. It wasn't scary. I was disturbed. I <laughs> felt your like mouth I was watching to Dateline. Say no. But your body. I felt like I was watching Dateline. I was like, this is messed (laughs) up. (laughs) Chris. Chris Henson, get this, man. But you know what I mean? As opposed to in the originals, it's more of just this weird comedic line followed by him killing the teenager. It's it's not a weird like sex thing. He's just killing people. Was it implied in the original? No, they just said child murderer. Mm. They never implied anything sexual to it. But, uh, yeah, like, mm. I'm trying to think of some of my favorite. Well, my favorite's in the third Nightmare on Elm Street. The the girl that, he, when Freddy Krueger turns into the TV and says, welcome to primetime, bitch, and yeah, smashes no. her head into <laughs> the TV. No, that's, that's when she's in, like, the asylum or something? No, yeah, that's the yeah. one that takes place in the oh asylum. Oh, my gosh. Uh, was what it a Dream, terrible. Dream Warriors? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't say terrible. That movie's fun. It's so bad. It's not good. It's fun, though. But, yeah, that's probably my favorite Freddy, the... <laughs> Welcome to primetime, bitch. <laughs> Again, he never says bitch. That's like the classic Freddy Krueger line. And Scary Terry. And Scary Terry. That's what they make fun of him for. And so it also deprives of the final line where she's the, because you're in my world, bitch, and cuts uh. his throat. He's supposed to have said, because you're in my world, bitch, first. So then it's a counter bitch. So you got to fight his bitch with your bitch. You know what I mean? Maybe the that's the the writer saying that we're in their world, the new writer world. Oh, so it's a, of, we're it's killing the, the nose. we're killing the old Freddy. This ain't your mama's yeah. Freddy. <laughs> this is our world, bitch. 
Uh, <laughs> sorry. What did you guys? <clears throat> what did you guys think of Chris Kate Cassidy's like weird Scooby Doo adventure that ultimately ended up being pointless because she's murdered before she can tell anybody what she discovered. She, she like found the dress. Is that well, right? Well, she found the dress and the pictures and started piecing together with uh, what was her boyfriend, uh, Chris Dean, <laughs> Jesse, Jesse. <laughs> Whatever, Gerard's dad, the Gerard Way looking dude. Oh yeah. Uh, but he, she told him, and then he barely got any information to Rooney Mara. So like, we wasted like twenty minutes of her trying to discover something instead of her just being the next yeah, to die. Because it's not, we're not figuring it out for the audience because we already know. And so like, it's for the characters, and then they never learn. I would exactly. say it is for the audience. It, it is for the audience though because, uh, what's her name? Katie Cassidy. Chris, whatever. Kate <laughs> <laughs> Cassidy in the Sundance, bitch. <laughs> she, um, she, she, she was like, she was like this, this like, uh, it's like early aughts, late aughts, um, like, like generalized cast blonde, like good looking girl, someone you can have in like any movie as as like the girl. Take home to mom and and it's something where for the audience it's like, all right, great, we got this eye candy, just sort of. Like doing Scooby Doo adventures and then bam gets killed. So uh, again, all of her stuff is kind of pointless except for the we're yeah. gonna make this R but without it's, really so making it's it for R. the audience to look at. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for twenty minutes. But her getting tossed around oh. made me laugh. Okay, yeah. so oh, no, when, yeah. okay when she when she gets murdered when she finally gets murdered. Her initial lift off the bed, I remember being like, oh, cool, they're doing that scene again. Because in the original, that's a pretty terrifying scene, and it's super gory because the boyfriend's below her, and she gets slashed, and so the blood falls on him. But no, she gets thrown around like a rag doll. And I'm trying What's to think, happening? I'm trying to think what he's doing in the dream <laughs> yes! world. <laughs> it's like, did he grow? Yeah. Like, he's like <laughs> dribbling her on the walls and... <laughs> It, like it cuts to the dream world. I bet it looks like the end fight scene in Matrix with, <laughs> with Neo and Agent Smith just like tumbling around. <laughs> yeah, it was super weird. But yeah, Jesse did nothing there too. He was just like, oh, I don't know what to do. Why aren't you waking up? <laughs> I don't know what I would do either, to be fair. I'd be shocked. Those cops More come in on his ass so fast. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, small town police department doesn't doesn't mess around. And also, man. Connie Breton is deaf AF. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's they're like yelling in her room, and she's like, I about that. "Honey, <laughs> honey," and he's just like, "Just don't, just don't fall say it. Don't fall asleep. Don't say anything." Hey, who, is someone in there with you? Is everything okay there? Listen, after listen to me. Katie, it sounds like someone's in there. <laughs> and her perpetually like confused look. Every scene, she's like got one eyebrow raise. Connie like, Britton? Uh, yeah. Okay. She's I'm not just gonna prepping l- for AHS. Uh-huh. See, I'm not gonna lie. Connie Britton, I I love her. All of her roles though kind of have that. Like I just started watching <laughs> Friday Night Lights. That's how she is throughout Friday Night Lights. Like I kept waiting for Coach Taylor to come in and be like, it's gonna be okay. You know, season's <laughs> over in a few weeks. Like it was weird. <laughs> yeah. Connie Britton totally phoned this in, except for, sure. for the last scene when when, when I, she God, I laughed out loud. <laughs> that was oh man, awful. yeah. But I was a little disappointed. Excuse me, <clears throat> coughing up a storm. Oh my gosh, I was a little bit disappointed that they were so quickly like the teens were so quick to pull together one the name Freddie because in the original it takes them longer to figure out who it is, what's happening necessarily. And two, that they instantly knew the idea of don't fall asleep. Somebody's going to kill you in your dreams. Like that happens way too quickly for how slow this movie is. That <laughs> plot points almost oh, yeah. immediate. Yeah. All the revolu- all revolutions, revelations Revolution. are three seconds and then it's on to more boredom. Like they, they learned Freddie just because of the rhyme that the kids are singing in there. Right. It's like, yeah. oh, Freddie. Because in the original. Like I just remember Nancy in the original, and um, I can't remember, you know, uh, Johnny Depp's character's name. But uh, in the original, they don't think somebody's killing them in their dreams. They don't know who's killing these, like their friends, because the person who dies in the beginning, uh, I forgot that character's name, but they're confused by that. And when the friend dies, the floating bed thing, they think her boyfriend killed him. And they're very confused because then the boyfriend dies in prison by what looks like a suicide. Like Freddie kills him 
when he falls asleep, but he chokes him, like strangles him to death. So it makes it look like the kid hung himself in prison mm-hmm. as opposed to one punch man through yeah. the heart. Like, but there was nothing from the back, which which, which, which which was a pretty cool detail. Yeah, I did think that was interesting. I also laughed that the cellmate was like, oh shit, I'm not going yeah. down for this. I didn't do anything. <laughs> what, what did you guys think of the line, that, the classic line that's like, when you die in your dreams, you die for real. I, I thought it was like really terrible. I waited for, I waited because the window was still open. I waited for Leonardo DiCaprio to swing his legs and being like, that's right. We've gone too deep. I'm a specialist. I'm here to remove the inception. That is Freddy Krueger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a part of your security detail. <laughs> Since the 80s when I had to fight the Russians. Oh, yeah, the South Park thing. Oh, man. How funny would that be, though? Leonardo DiCaprio shows up, and as they're talking, it does the weird thing from Inception where Rooney Mara starts to realize it's a dream, so the room starts shaking and vibrating. It's like, no, I need you to calm down. You, you know, maybe We're going to hunt Freddy Krueger. I bet that's what happened when the girl was flying around the room. She was like, shit, i got to wake up. Oh, it was, it was Joseph Gordon-Levitt around. as the yeah. room was spinning. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, but again, because... The friend just dies in prison through a very vicious way. And everyone's already seen Freddy, which they hadn't in the first movie. Yeah. I will say when he dies and he goes into the dream world, I did really enjoy the line. The I think he even was in the trailer, but the why are you screaming? I haven't even cut you yet. That was pretty That's good. Funny. That was pretty pretty scary. I was scared. I got real scared. I wasn't. I wasn't scared. Nothing scares me. The, <laughs> but yeah, again, it was just kind of a weird transition from him dying. None of the parents are really talking about that, you know, all these kids are dropping dead. They all still think it's like, I don't even know what they think. None of the parents have a conversation with the kids about like, oh, well, clearly he killed himself and the guy killed his girlfriend. And they, Aneurysms, man. Yeah, it, like they just don't even have a conversation. It's super weird. I also liked when Nancy is going on Bling Fast or whatever, and she's looking up all the old kids from the preschool, and she just kind of like, eeny, meeny, miny, moes. And then it's like, dies in sleep. Oh, dang, what about Brett? Dies, dies in a car crash. It's like, oh, wow. And that's it. Like, only no, two people. No preschool reunion for us. <laughs> I thought I thought I wanted to see more of Marcus Yo's YouTube channel. Yes. yes. <laughs> <I bet> subscribe. <laughs> <Yeah>. Subscribe. <laughs> Did he kill himself? I'm assuming. Nah, like yeah. he they, slapped, and I'm sure his he head hit the him. camera because he was just so tuckered out. But she's crying when she's watching this. Why? Because it's gonna happen to her. Why? Well, because she was thinking. Because he was like, if anyone out there is having this happen to them, please let me know. And she's like, it's happening to me. <laughs> 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 she needed to comment that. <laughs> and like, so how, I don't know how many days this movie takes from like start to finish and before. At least three. No, it's a really good four. point, Peter. Yeah. It's got to be four, right? But if they've already been struggling with this, you know, when they meet in the Powell's books and like Quentin. <laughs> Hashtag Northeast Bookstore. Yeah. They have one that's like a block, like a complete block in Portland. Like what? And it's two stories or whatever. Like it's huge. Oh, but anyway, Northwest. Yeah. Northwest. Yeah, that's what I meant. Oh, hashtag Northwest. Everything. Hey, can oh, we can we go back at the beginning and change this in the podcast? Oh yeah, I'll edit that in. Yeah, thanks. So anyway, all this stuff on sleep and Quentin just is a sleep expert now. Well, yeah, I laughed at that in the bookstore. They just had thirty different books on One sleep called disorders. Sleep studies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but then it was like. While we're reading all this, I brought us some an entertaining book. You, have you ever read The Pied Piper? What? Wait, <laughs> yeah. wait what's this story about? But but that didn't didn't like tie into anything. No, really. no, because that's it exactly was, what it is. Well, because it's so pissed, on the nose. This pissed me off more because it seemed like that was the foreshadowing of what actually happened, yeah. which right. is the townsfolk chase the Pied Piper out of town, accusing him of something. And he comes back and steals the kids to get back at him. That made you mad? I like I like that. What made me mad because they didn't follow through with it. He was still a fucking pedophile. And then it didn't even explain his like, oh yeah, and I have this book. I hadn't finished (laughs) it yet. (laughs) It's on the summer reading list. It's like, gee, thanks, Quentin. Also, are they seniors? I don't know. (laughs) Well, like, could they drive? I'm trying. Well, they could drive. Yeah. So they were at least at least sophomores. Uh, yeah, they didn't give a lot of background there. Also on uh, on the on the character of Quentin, he like had his had his like rock cross, and and then she was <laughs> like, oh, 
she's like she's like whoa i didn't know you were spiritual and, and then he says like three times of like you gotta have something to believe in yeah. <laughs> it's like jesus christ man yeah that was all <laughs> set up literally when he yeah. <laughs> all set up for when he gives it to her at the end but, but, it's like, you gotta believe in something <laughs> But did that even actually? I like how we're giving him Freddy Krueger's voice. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta believe believe in something. (laughs) Do you want some Adderall? I can't say Adderall because it's (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Megan said that she was like, "Dude, you can say Adderall." (laughs) That's what I kept thinking. I was like, "Would Adderall like sue you for this? Like, what happened?" Google would evidently. Yeah, (laughs) blast off. They couldn't even use Dogpile. They had to make up their own. Oh man, yeah, but that, that and her saying me. no to drugs, like, okay, congratulations, Nancy. Like, I don't know why she was like, no, no thanks. Yeah, so so instead she burns herself. Well, and honestly, <laughs> it brings up a consent question at the end when she said no to him multiple times about taking these drugs, oh, and then God. he just oh, stabs God. her. And he pulp fictions her. Yeah, <laughs> which, by the way, she's dead. <laughs> I'm All sorry. She just stabbed her in the chest. Prove it. Professional. So the cigarette lighter <laughs> thing, back to that for a second. She didn't uh, have to do that. She could have opened the car door and walked around like anything but well, burning herself. Well, you're making a point, too, because she was already fucking asleep, apparently. Because yeah. she immediately got out of the car and no, was in a dream. No, 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 no. But she, but she wasn't. What are you talking no, about? No, no, no. I know. But this, like, and this is one reason I, I hate this is their whole introduction into micro sleeps or whatever. It's like, then anything is game. But I think she actually <laughs> did get out of the car. She actually went in and called for Quentin, who is deaf. And so it was because it was going between that when it was like vibrating between that and like the whatever the pipes and all that shit oh, in there, yeah. the refinery, wherever we were, that was like between real life and a dream. Like we were in real life because when he slices her in the hallway, she like comes out and she's in the store. Like she's not in the truck. That's a good point. But again, <laughs> the cigarette lighter didn't work, apparently. Yeah, that didn't work, and neither did when Quentin stabbed himself with, with the, adrenaline. Yeah, it worked for like five minutes, and he's like, oh, he's here. <laughs> also, you got a demon spirit coming after you. It appears in the middle of the road. I'm not swerving. That's what I thought. Taste, I taste bumper, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're just like walking. Yeah, they're like, guess you gotta hoof it. We've come this far. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get to that preschool. (laughs) Yeah. Nothing in either direction from the camera's point of view. With the going back to the store though, when she sliced, did okay, because in the quick seizure moment of a dream world, not dream world, dream world, not dream world, like products are being exploded on the shelves. Were they exploded when Quentin came back to her? Or were they fine? And it was just her cut. So they should have been exploded. Should they have? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because she bled. Well, yeah. In real life. In real life, right. But and she, she went sweater. into his dream world. The products didn't go into dream world. Dream. Correct. Dream, dream, dream. Sorry, that's going to be stuck <laughs> in my head. Oh, they should have used that song to make it like they, creepier. They did. did at the end. Well, in the dream <laughs> sequence. <laughs> oh. oh. Sorry, John. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Did you even watch the movie? (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Why would the preschool be, like, half abandoned? And a lantern! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. Quinn had a flashlight. She finds a lantern with oil in it? Like, he goes to Cracker Barrel, and he's like, I'm going to take this back to my house, because it gets dark at night. This is organic whale fat. Yeah, was no one else confused? Well, I was. Well, the thing where she's like, give me your lighter. It's like, whoa, why does he have a lighter? When did he add that to his inventory? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it never popped up. Yeah, <laughs> lighter acquired. I, I got a, this two levels back, man. Yeah. It was a grab loot it? grab earlier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. He never smoked. Right. So it just, it just didn't really, like, line up with anything. So. Yeah, I was like, what? Well, yeah, I didn't understand. And she uses it for a scene and a half. <laughs> Just to get into the creepy cave. Just with the, with the, the cave, too. I was initially very confused about whether or not there was a cave, but then Megan was like, that's where he was a pedophile, Zach. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. He was also a pedophile out of that cave. <laughs> <laughs> but then, when they're down there, there's the flashback to uh, to like little Rooney Mara drawing on the walls. And is she using blood? I was yeah. hoping it was. So I think so. I think it's just what red paint. Fuck? Whose blood would it have been? 
Because he yeah. didn't kill any he of the kids. He wasn't killing anyone. He just, he just It's just supposed to be creepy, him. okay? Yeah. But Ugh. the guy saying, Ugh. we never found a cave. Did you look very hard? Because it took Quentin two seconds. He's like, hey, we had a lantern. Peter, Peter you know what would have helped him find that cave? If they had actually torn down the fucking school, well, not well, just like well, left it there's, well, there's no real cave. That's why I was confused. Oh, so, <laughs> well, he was just calling you it thought a it was a cave. cave. I thought it was a cave, man. Took him oh into like gosh. Mammoth Cave, and that's where he did oh. all his bad things. <laughs> oh, God. All those Oh, man. I'm uncomfortable now. <laughs> Before they got to the preschool in the cave, though, when they were at the hospital, mm-hmm. am I the only one that was surprised to see the mom from Halloween Town was the, the doctor? <laughs> I mean, he was like, wait, I familiar." <laughs> Immediately was like, that's the mom from Halloween Town. Oh, she didn't want her daughter to practice magic. And she was so mad when her mom came into town, took away to Halloween Town. Better movie. I'm going to go ahead and throw that out there. Halloween Town, better movie. Why was it such a dramatic scene to sign the waiver? Yes, that took forever. Also, she didn't fill, fully fill it out. She signed her name, but she didn't circle parent or guardian. And that is important. Just saying. That bothered me. It clearly said circle one. Yeah, not legally binding. And she didn't date it. Like, there's a lot of complications. Sorry. I don't want to get into HIPAA about this, but like, she That she scene was up. ridiculous, and it didn't, it didn't end up sense. mattering either. Because yeah. they just got out of the hospital, like, like, lickety split. Legitimately, it should have been a, they put her under, and then Quentin kidnaps her, quote unquote, to like try to save her, like get her out of there, wake her up. Then the adrenaline makes sense because they put her under. He pops her with the adrenaline to get her out of it. And didn't they just walk outside the door, like yeah. two steps? Also, how did she sneak out? We kind of skated over how he got the adrenaline, which is apparently a hospital is just leaving very dangerous yeah. chemicals just in unlocked drawers and hallways, which is, I'm sure, perfectly fine. You ever been <laughs> into a small town in Ohio where the cops are from the northeast and you have a northwestern bookstore? <laughs> You never went to one of those hospitals. And you have no concept of how big the town actually is. Yeah. <laughs> this is just like the 13 reasons thing. How big is the town? There's too many variables. It bothers me. And she also Sorry. seemed, Nancy, seems disappointed, classic Nancy, that Quentin stole it. He's, she's like, how'd you get that? Well, you kind of took it around. She's like, oh, a little she's disappointed like, looking. The hospital's going to need those two adrenaline syringes. Yeah, someone's going to lose their job over this. It's like, Nancy, we're being hunted by a dream killer. (laughs) Stop being a Nancy. Kept thinking of (laughs) Nancy and Stranger Things and all these, like, all the other Nancys I know are just annoying. Nancy. I could see see the actor who plays uh, Quentin being in Stranger Things. I could see him being one of, like, the town kids. Yep. Or he's a ghoul in the Upside Down. He kind of looks like a ghoul. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm just going over my notes because there were so many stupid lines, especially in yeah. the beginning of this movie, yeah. that made it so melodramatic. But I was laughing. Dean is it Dean the guy who dies first? James Dean. James Dean, because he kind of had a surfer boy attitude. I laughed because he was just like grabbed uh, Chris. Where I was like, Nah, dreams are real. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I was like, The fuck, like. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> and there was a bunch of that stuff. Like at the funeral, just, isn't she messed up enough? You yeah. don't need to add to it. Yeah, no. Unquote, she's already fucked up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there yeah, is also the, the uh, who can remember things from when we were five. Oh, my yes. gosh. That's <laughs> bullshit. Talking about the daycare. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I lo- there are so many lo- lines and takes in this movie, and it... Again, none of us are involved in the movie business, so this is kind of a shot shots fired upward or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but all the takes seem like takes that are the walkthroughs. They're like, okay, we're gonna block this scene, just go ahead and like say your lines how you feel, and then we'll work out how like we really want to do this. <laughs> That's what it felt like, because none of the emotions made sense. Like, first off, how did Chris fall asleep during her friend's funeral? Yeah. <laughs> Front row. Okay, let's bow our heads in prayer for our good friend who has passed away. I'm sure you're all emotionally broken up about it. Oh, time for the snooze. She was like already crying. Too. Quick power nap. <laughs> That's she not okay. Sleep deprived at that point? No, she shouldn't yeah. have been. Yeah, I couldn't remember the time because she hadn't there. started like staying awake or whatever. I guess I don't know. And then all of her friends, none of them are like 
oh man, my friend's dead. All of them are like, oh my gosh, Chris is so upset. Leave her the <laughs> fuck alone. We just buried one of our friends, dickweed. Yeah. Jesse was the only one that was like, Dean was my friend too. Well, it's like Jesse was just trying to like get back with Chris. Yeah. Right? Jesse? Quentin, Quentin was the only one that left that funeral in the emotional state I imagine he would be, which is just kind of that confused like, oh man. Dang, man. But, but then life, Quentin stayed like that the whole like rest. Life is like a cord that could just be cut, man. <laughs> Ugh. Life is so fragile. I should probably ask Rooney Mara out. Ugh, oh, okay, with, with yeah. that, the, the whole forced romance between those two just didn't really work. Because they changed the rules. And I'll, I'll, I wrote this mm. down in my notes. Very beginning of the movie, diner and antics. You know, local diner, all the kids hang out there, except <laughs> it's Don't really Don't you want to ask for something else? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so oh, that no. that implies he's been too embarrassed to ask her out. It's the shy nerd who's yes. uh, intimidated by the girl he likes moment, kind of you know cutesy. Oh, okay, so they're gonna get together in the end, kind of thing. Later in the movie, he fucking says he's asked her out multiple, multiple times. times. Yeah. So Good instead catch. of shy, what? he's just embarrassed. He's not embarrassed. It's a he's weird. Sad. <laughs> it's it's also. I can't tell if I respect this line or if it's highly inappropriate. The uh, why don't you sleep on it? <laughs> I thought that was funny. I thought that was. I was like, they are actually being hunted in their dreams and could die at any moment. Ooh, it's on the line. But there. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's why that forced romance feels off because it's not a. He finally got the courage to ask her out or anything like that. It's a weird. Oh well, uh, I mean, I've said no because like. Do I look like I fit in? <laughs> yes, you do, Rooney Mara. <laughs> yes, you do. Sorry. Hate to be the one to rip that Band-Aid. <laughs> and she has a ton of drawings of Freddy. Yeah. How long has she been seeing him? Yeah. And yeah. also, instead of trying to figure out what's going on, she's like, I'm going to doodle. Also, am I the only one that noticed Rooney Mara speaking of the rule change of things? She went from trying to dress almost emo not full emo but like a little bit more like secluded like uh nobody notices me vibe so by the end of the movie she's dressed perfectly normal well it's because she took a mm. bath <laughs> <laughs> she went to the hospital and got that fixed <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah it, that's just i felt like they didn't know what they wanted to do with those two characters and i actually expected quentin to die and was a little sad that he didn't not because yep. like i hated him i just it felt like he was supposed to die. I also was expecting when he like gets his paper cutter sword, you know, and like he cuts, he like breaks it off, and there's a piece still sticking up. I no. thought that was gonna come back. Yeah, I thought that was too. Never mm. did. No, that was just the cinematographer being like, "Oh, look at that." Yeah, perfect <laughs> point. <laughs> like, I've played with those. They don't make that sound, and they're not that sharp. They're not. No, because they would be a major liability if they were. Those are in like schools and offices. They don't. So need box people. cutters. That's a good point. Big strong river rope men cut themselves on box cutters every day. Yeah, I learned that from OSHA. <laughs> That's a story for another time, but. Yeah, it's it's just weird. And then why does the final confrontation take place in the preschool as opposed to Nancy's house? They're like the sleeping original? on his bed. Ew. That's real weird. Oh, I didn't think about that. That's in the basement yeah, that's where true. he did the bad oh, things to the kids. That's weird. And he okay, I'm gonna go ahead and point this out too. He had a lot, a lot of Polaroids of Nancy. Like a lot yeah. of Polaroids. It's you he wants. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You it's were messy. always his favorite. <laughs> yeah. The mom said that way too casually. It's very inappropriate. Well, so y you were asking why wasn't the like, final, final confrontation at Nancy's house? Wasn't yeah. it sort of in both, though? Because the dream world, it was in Nancy's house. Well, that's house. why I feel like they copped out. because. But it, even then, it wasn't. Yeah, but it, yeah. it's the weird thing of... Uh, like, in the original, it hits home that she's kind of on her own home turf. It's her house. She mm. kind of pulls, like, a home alone scenario with booby traps and stuff because when she pulls them out of the dream world. Uh, so it made it feel more like her playing field, if that makes, makes sense. sense. As opposed to they go to her house in the dream. I don't know why that would be the thing. And then pop back out, and they're in this basement, and... Well, with the final fight, when she does pull him into her world, the way it, the way that that was shot, it was it was unclear that he was actually in their world because like it, it like just showed her without anyone on top of her, and then he was just like out of the frame. So it was sort of sort of hard to follow that scene. 
Yeah, yeah, that was that was a weird. I don't know how you do that though. That's a hard kind of because you can't just have them like teleport like a bloop. Like that'd be yeah. kill the mood. <laughs> so yeah, that's a hard thing. I, it, it just the whole final confrontation didn't really feel like it had any weight to it. You know what I mean? It, just it wasn't a good final boss battle. No, not a good final boss battle. Because it also wasn't, again, it wasn't really scary. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because, um, I'm going to mess up his name, uh, Jackie Earl Haley, the one who's playing Freddy, he moves so slowly. Like, it's it's a very deliberate, slow movement, which can be scary, because that's what Michael Myers and Jason do. But, like, Freddy Krueger in the old movies, you go back, he's almost like ninja-esque. He's like jumping around like a flying squirrel, like slashing and going everywhere. And that kind of makes it more terrifying. Oh, yeah, like a spider. Yeah. Spidery. Yeah, that and especially with like the creepy face, the claws falling everywhere, that adds like a level of like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Well, he was also able to break reality since he was in a dream, and he hardly ever does that here. <laughs> he does, that's true. Yeah. Oh yeah, the we skipped over the terrible CGI like through the wall thing. Oh god, yeah. Because the shots that they try to remake, like do the shot for shot, were in both movies. Really, the only one that I think was semi-successful was the bathtub hand thing, which I cracked up. Yeah, she's it, sleeping, and the hand's like ooh, yeah. and then Connie's like Nancy, and it's like ooh, back up, back up, back up. <laughs> abort, 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 which abort. also doesn't make sense if he's in a dream world and he don't give a shit if mom right. is knocking ooh. on the door. Yeah, because that wasn't even mom knocking yeah. on the door. Well, she's going to open it up and see creepy hand I near his daughter. Her I set an alarm in your dreams. Ah. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just it was it's whatever, man. What <laughs> what are what rules? Man? Whatever but to be broken. Yeah, it's it's just it's a lot of like I would say just near misses. I definitely think there's a lot of potential in a remake of this. You don't, don't think it missed? This. I think it, it almost missed. missed. I think it no. I think it missed, but it was a close miss. Okay. Hmm. I think there's there's a because the originals there it's kind of a cheat because the bones of this is still a great story like you know being killed in your dreams is terrifying like it's still like a really scary subject because they're not safe falling asleep i mean i don't know it's just something that gets under your skin but just the melodramatic dialogue in the beginning the slow-paced kind of scooby-doo adventure we get that doesn't really mean anything in the sense like that's that's the most infuriating part of the reveal that he actually was a pedophile. Is there's no purpose to everything we've spent these kids following through and confronting their parents about and mm. the, the They almost had me supporting a pedophile and I would have been sick with myself. <laughs> Quentin's in a speedo, you know. For way too long. Yeah. Mm. Even though I will say I did, that was one of my fa- one of my favorites. That's loose term because there weren't a lot of great shots in this. But out of this movie, one of the good shots I thought was the him in the pool and it transferring to him coming, him coming out, out of the yeah. thing. That was a really cool transition. Uh, but, but again, then he's just cold, and then because he's in a speedo and, yeah. and the industrial works of some <laughs> Iowa like back town. What purpose did his dad serve as a character? Why was Ooh. he? The, was he the principal? I guess. Yeah. Or why? Why was? Or was he, he a guidance counselor? I couldn't tell. Well, Some like administrator. Yeah. That's something else they lose in this movie because something that's interesting in the original is Nancy's dad is the town sheriff, so that becomes a big part of it because it's almost this town cover up that they killed this guy and all the parents know they did it, and so all the parents are keeping hush hush, trying to act like nothing went along. And they kind of half-hearted do that in this, but it seems to only be Quentin's dad, um, Connie Britton, Connie, Connie Britton, and then uh, I guess Chris's mom. Also, no. are they all single parents? Did we see? <laughs> did did we good, see a married couple? Question. But maybe their but marriage like, just broke down because of what happened. Ooh. But, ooh. but they don't communicate. <laughs> To each other, we don't see them really like talk about what's going on. But they do. Like once, um, once Nancy like figures it out or something, Connie Britton goes to the bathroom and calls someone. Who's like Nancy's figuring it out? She's (laughs) asking questions. She found the the one piece of evidence in a a drawer, and I should have probably burned the picture. (laughs) Yeah, 
it's in a drawer that wouldn't close, and they're like, what's this? Quentin, help me with this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what purpose did she have for keeping that picture? It's a great picture of Nancy. Memories. <laughs> to forward the plot in this movie. I think we got to go somewhere. I would have loved that. It's just, <laughs> Connie Britton just kneels down, Nancy, it's a plot device. It's going to help us move this along. <laughs> but yeah, like, the parents just don't seem involved enough when they're kind of the crux of the story because it's their fault. You know what I mean? And you get that in the original with the dad and the mom talking about like what happened and all the cover up nonsense. And I would have, yeah, that's a good point. That makes me think of it kind of. Right. Um, and mm. I feel like there could have been an opportunity for more pushback from the parents um, in the cover up right. other than what yeah. we saw in the dream. It's a great example because it very briefly, like it doesn't spend a lot of time on it, but it, hits the point home that the adults know what's going on and they're turning a blind eye. Like that's really kind of all you need in this. Not that exact thing. You need the parents to have that kind of, they know what's going on, but they don't know what to do about it. Kind of panic thing where they're talking to each other, maybe trying to convince each other that it's not happening like that. You know what I mean? You needed some sort of parental tension and that could have moved the story along. That's like just, just only one scene too. Yeah, really quick scene. Like instead of the picture thing, Nancy should just overhear her mom talking to Quentin's dad or something. Like it's simple as that, where you just kind of piece it together. (laughs) She goes, "Remember that time we burned Fred (laughs) Krueger alive?" (laughs) And then then there could be oh Nancy, (laughs) there could be yeah, could be a forced romance of that poor. Oh hey Nancy, (laughs) there could be a forced romance there too. Oh oh, turns into an SVU thing. Quentin and uh, Nancy. Brother and sister. (laughs) (laughs) What about Quentin's dad's like spidey sense? So like they find the clue (laughs) and they're like backing up in the car to go away. And Connie's like, I wonder where they're going. And then Quentin's dad's like, Quentin. He just shows up in the car. (laughs) Like what in the world? (laughs) That's a good point. He got a tip from that local police department. Just in time. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) let's go around real quick and just do a, a, uh, how would you fix it? Well, first, let's say, would you recommend, and then how would you fix it? This Zach, is, let's kick it off. This is not worth your free time. Ooh, Sorry, listeners. Coming in hot. Um, however, the way I, I would fix this is probably similar to what other people are going to say, and what we have said all along, is sort of take longer to sort of establish what the rules are, and sort of make that make that actually a good mystery, uh, sort of figure out, oh, we can die in our dreams, stuff like that. Um I think it also might have been better to have more like like teenage fodder, so to speak. Oh, yeah. Where it's like... More bodies dropping. Yeah, more bodies and, and more sort of actual scares. Because this was, again, after like 30 minutes of kind of the same stuff and then sort of plot device, next next scene, it got very boring and there was nothing sort of raising the ante. So, yeah, more deaths, more mystery. Yeah, I like it. John? Um, I think... It's a short movie. For what it is, it's fine. I, I think it's worth your free time. Maybe controversial take here. Um, I'm going to get kicked off the show for that <laughs> comment. That's why we have you here. It's it's okay. It's not the best. Just know what you're going to get. Um, but how would I fix it? I think that um, dreams have the potential to be super scary. Like We all have nightmares. The dreams that they use were not scary at all. Like They really missed the boat there. Um, and I think just making it like Zach's saying, just making it genuinely terrifying, like the spider idea, I thought making Freddy have the um, the spidery arms and that type of thing would have been a lot scarier. Um, I had an, oh man, I had an awesome idea and I'm blanking on what it was. When Zach was talking, I was like, this is what I'm going to say. And now I like, oh, this, is gonna, this is going to blow their minds and oh. crap. Well, we uh, making back. it scarier, I think is a good start yeah. for sure. We can circle back if you remember it. Peter, all right. I don't think this iteration is worth your free time. I don't think it captures the fun spirit of the original. There's no like the practical effects were so fun with the original. Also, yeah. all the shape shifting stuff was crazy, actually scary and dreamlike. None of these dreams were dreams to me. It was all just like in Freddy's mind. We were never in the kids' minds, real. You know, for like a transition, mm-hmm. lame. How I'd make this more interesting? How would have made Quentin's dad? An administrator at the preschool who was actually abusing the kids. Frames oh. Freddy. Oh. 
kills him and somehow we find out about that or whatever and then you know like freddy's able to kill him or whatever but like i i, I would want that that's i really that's like that peter you should write that treatment peter that's that's good hmm. i really like that peter i'm gonna say not really worth your free time <laughs> but if <laughs> but if you feel like you got an hour and 20 to kill it's not going to be like the worst thing in the world. This was hour 40. This is an hour and 40? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. I must have zoned out during part of it. My bad. But, uh, Peter, I, I really like your idea. My main things to fix it would be what we've been saying along of just commit to either he was a child killer or stick with the, the twist of him being innocent and being a vengeful spirit is actually really fun. It's a very fun idea to make this your own kind of your own interpretation. Uh, I like John's idea of making the dreams really scary. I didn't even think about that. And we didn't really talk about how really all the dreams are just, Oh, they're in Freddie's furnace area. <laughs> A lot of hot pipes. Watch out. Like it would have been scary if it took them to, it doesn't have to be the level of um, like all their deepest fears, but you Why know, not? they go to a scary place that's scary to them. And then Freddie's there. That makes it right. Yeah. Instead of like him asking for a knife fight, like one v one at the end of a match, like take them <laughs> out of his <laughs> warehouse area and like cater to their what they're scared of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it like, also be interesting to have them try to exert control over their dreams, but unable to? Right, like that would have been that would have been an interesting touch because I we talked about dream warriors for a little bit. That's like the crux of dream warriors is Nancy goes back and teaches these kids that are being hunted by Freddy Krueger that they can control their dreams. Cause Nancy kind of learns how to do that in the original little bit. And I think that would have been an interesting take is if, cause it could have been a cool fake out moments too, of them thinking they control it. And Freddie's just fucking with them. And well, Nancy hiding in the closet in a dream thinking yeah, that's going to work. Yeah. That was pretty funny. That was a really bad like pseudo jump scare too because it was like all right I know it's coming come yeah. on and then it was, yeah, yeah but it didn't work in terms of like finishing up how I'd fix it I think Sorry. I think the no no it's fine the I think besides the committing to him being innocent and then it being that you know him getting murdered and being a vengeful spirit I think just a fun thing would have been to subvert what you expected throughout the movie so you know do the play by play but. When in the scene where it's Chris and Jesse was the is that who we figured Gerard Way was? Yes. Yes. Name? When they're sleeping over and it's the whole like don't let anything happen to me. If you've seen the originals, you're watching that going, Oh, this is when Chris is gonna get it. Have fucking Jesse die and have Chris go to prison. It just flip it. Like keep flipping shit. Like that'd be fun. I also think Quentin needed to die. Uh Again, I think that would have added more to the final like thing. You could even do it kind of some sort of fun, like, you know, he took her out of the hospital and he used the last of the adrenaline to wake her up. And so then he falls asleep and there's no way for him to wake up and he gets got. And so then Nancy's the last one standing and has to do the I'm going to pull Freddie out thing. Like that could have been fun and added more of a, as John put it, 1v1 knife fight at the end of the match kind of mentality. <laughs> so I think, again, like I said, there's a lot there that you can work with good bones yeah good good bones but yeah it's just yeah it's 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 just boring there's yeah. just boring they've really tried to be like oh are these kids gonna figure out what's going on with freddy Kr-? they don't need to fucking know what's going on they're being hunted by a band in their dreams can i ask this is probably a stupid question but the significance of elm street specifically is he only well, is that where the daycare was? No, no, no. So in the original, I don't know what the rules are with this movie, but in the original, it was the parents of Elm Street because that's where a lot of the kids mm. had died. Mm. The parents of Elm Street got together and killed him. So he's kind of supposed to be stuck to Elm Street and haunts the kids of Elm Street. It's supposed to be the rules. Good. They kind of ditched that in the later movies. Uh, but there usually ends up being some like loose bullshit reason it connects back to Elm Street. His middle name is Elm. <laughs> he was born on a street named Melly, which is Elm spelled backwards. Oh like my. shit like that. <laughs> but Mel Brooks directed. <laughs> but yeah, so the rules are supposed to be he's a vengeful spirit stuck on Elm Street kind okay. of thing. But again, we don't really know. <laughs> Any final thoughts? 
Next. Nope. Next. Yeah. <laughs> Next. Yeah. <laughs> Harsh. <laughs> John, did you think of the fun, cool thing that was going to blow our minds? I did not. I'm going to have to listen to whatever Zach said in the recording, and <laughs> and we can insert it. Text it. Yeah. You can like you can tweet it at too much free time, <laughs> and then at tmftpodcast at gmail What a great plug for the wow, <laughs> for <yeah>. the Twitter. <laughs> okay. Well, that's going to wrap things up. Where you can reach us at tmftpodcast at gmail.com or at tmftpodcast on Twitter. And, um, uh, oh, shoot. Whose pick is it next time? I, I have a pick. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. it is your turn. Yeah, it's your turn. So uh, look out for Zach's pick next week. Uh, and uh, we'll see you then. Cool. <laughs> so, I was going to make try to make some sort of dream pun, but nothing came to mind. Dream, 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 d